Hello everyone, welcome to yet another episode of the FPL Life with Deadline podcast. I'm your host, Sami, and as you are joined with me today is my co-host, Grace. Hello, Grace. Yeah, it's good to be here. Well, yeah, it's good to have you here. Um, so yeah, we are back and, you know, we are doing what we're doing. We are talking FPL. So first and foremost, we're just going to be reviewing how our game week went. So great, how did your game week go? Game week 13. Game week 13 was terrible. Apart from, I guess I'll be saying that, I'm, I'm sure you guys are tired of hearing that this season, but this is what it is. Apart from Holland and the Metro I don't think I had any other return. Yeah, every other person in my team blanked. But my bench, my bench was quite impressive, but sadly, you don't get the reward of bench points, so yeah, I had them for seven points, 200k red arrow, mm. 1.5 million. It's going to be a long season, mm. yeah, yeah, it's really going to be a very long season. And, um, like 13 was also not good for me, I had red arrow. And I'm here wondering why. I don't know. It's great. Should we discuss it or should we <laughs> should we talk about that off record? Anyway, yeah. I have 53 points. I dropped 100k places to 900 and about 70 something k. So yeah, but I'm, I'm thinking why why I, I Martinelli didn't return, Saka didn't return. Um, I think Trussard Trussard returned for me, which I thought was good. I thought it was good, but still he couldn't give me a green arrow. Um, Mitrovic and yeah, Haaland captain. Practically nobody that was. I, I can't think of anybody returning. So why? Why did Red Arrow? <laughs> Who did we not have? Or was it our bench? Do people have Andreas Pereira in their teams? I don't. I don't know, man. I don't. People do yeah, have. Andrei. I think. I think those that moved moved already for those that started Pereira for one, and those that um, that had that have already gotten them like Amiron, um, they were able to get Green Arrow. So. Oh. Yeah. Miguel Amiron, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, what's what a sensation. This this is proving to be a very weird season where we have Amiron as valuable FPL option. And also somebody that has gone on that radar, Granite Jacka. Yeah. What, what what do you think about Granite Jacka? Yeah, yeah. His rule has changed, so it's really a thing. Um, Arsenal no longer play uh, 4-2, 4-2, 3-1. They play 4-3-3 and the 4-3-3 is the one that uses only party as It's just like 6-4-3-3. Yeah, it uses only party as the fucking guy. The other two, which are Xhaka and Odegaard, are uh, high up. So, his rule has changed and he... Conventionally, he was good with scoring goals, but he's usually from outside the box. But these days, getting to the box, so I think it's really helping him getting goals, getting assists when he can. His role has really changed. He's playing more as an attacking and minded player. Yeah, and he's just 5.1 million. You know, it's surprised at 5.1 million in the FPL, so yeah, a budget midfielder, which is the category that we're going to be looking at today. As yes, we need them as um, us, you know. So we're going to just looking at what budget midfielders to you know target for the next three just running um, going into the World Cup and um, you know 
that could help us to get in those points. And um, one person you just mentioned was Grand Chaka. I also like to talk about another person, but he's not. He doesn't play for us now. He plays for Everton. Anthony Gordon uh, was highest, second highest actually. Last game for XG, of course, he scored a goal, but he had an XG of 0.97, a very simple goal, tapping um, goal. But I think that with Everton's fixtures um, going into the last, I think they're top of the fixtures here, going into the last three, they are full yeah, of. Yeah. Leicester, what? No, no, quiet, quiet. Okay, yeah, they are full of Leicester City at home and Bournemouth away, which are very good. Um, um, I think for the attack, especially Fulham, considering that they they play that, um, I think they are, they, are, they, are, they are very open team. They don't play defensively. They have a lot of chances as much as they create chances. So, yeah, I think going for Anthony Gordon might be very good, especially at his price, at his price 5.6 now, 5.7. I'm, I'm not very sure. But, yeah, I think Anthony Gordon might be a great pick for the next three. Great. Do you have any other you know, players on your mind, budget and shoot? Going oh, okay, you were talking about Gordon, right? Yeah, I was talking about Anthony Gordon. You ever think of Okay, I'm thinking. Yeah, I'm thinking of his teammate Alex Wood, who has um, who has been good this season. He has looked at um, a different, a different player. He started his career at Arsenal as a winger, but he's displaced as a central midfielder. Yeah, they're looking at looking at an alternative with good fixtures. I'll say Alexi will be. Um, another person to consider who I'll say, who I'll say um in current form is the best option is um, Miguel Amiron and yes, you know Amiron his past season records have been like four goals, two assists, two goals, two assists. And already has six goals this season and although the numbers show that um, he might regress in the sense that um, his conversion rate is really high compared to previous seasons. Yeah, it's on um, 19, I think on 19% conversion. And in the past, it's to have like 3%, 5% conversion. Uh, but, 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 but one thing that, that we should take note of is that his position as his average position is more inside the box than previous seasons. I saw a chart on uh, when I was watching the FPL black box. In the past it used to be around like just at the edge of the box, not really inside but this season is average position. Just taking up more positions within the box. So yeah I say it will be our mirror on um there are good options to consider as project midfielder. Yeah, I'll um, yeah, those are very good options. I just want to add one more player that I think uh, stood out, especially in the past game week, in the last game, game week 13, Leon Bailey. I know, yeah, we've had him in our teams, and, um, <laughs> like, but it's, 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 it's something of a tropic. But I think that um, Aston Villa really played well, you know, some, some, someone said they were unshackled from the, <laughs> or they were free from Gerard's reign. But yeah, they had, they had the highest XG this game week. Um, they created about six big chances against Brentford. Um, we showed that Brentford they're not they are not really um defensively, but Aston Villa created six big chances against them, recording the highest XG this game week of 2.87. And of course, Leon Bailey came up with a good assist. So I think going into this next three, yeah, they, they might be um Leon Bailey might be a good pick. Although the fixtures 
doesn't really favor him as you just say the future doesn't really favor him but i think aston villa i don't know i'm afraid of us I, I i look at my united match in our last three and i think i'm afraid of aston villa more of course they were appointed in the emery and i think they might just kick on and you know get one of results so i know even though the future's difficult i think just because of this new manager bounce they might be able to get through yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I agree with Billy. I agree with you. It's just sad that um, uh, I, I, it's not like the way I started this season is what um, people are, are looking to go for in the sense that I started with five midfielders and of those five midfielders, three were budget midfielders. Like um, I had the young Billy, I had Pedro Neto and I had Kevin Martinelli. So, yeah. Young Billy, I held on to him for so long. He was dropping in price and dropping in price and blanking and blanking. Just crazy. But, but, but I feel that under Gerard, there was a lot of restrictions for them. I think that uh, that really affected their output, their attacking players of Aston Villa. So, yeah, under the new manager, although I, I don't think I'll be buying him now because um, uh, we don't really know what the new manager wants to do. Even though it seems like Billy Billy will be one of the fingers in this stadium. Four, two, three, one formation. But yeah, Billy Billy is a good option after I think I don't know, is it four point seven or four point six now? Something around that. Yeah. yeah, I think it's still still seven. Yeah. Alright, uh, yeah, um, okay, so I think that's that about the budget midfielder uh, midfielder spot. But yeah, something happened um, during the midweek. Um, something interesting in the Man City game where Erling Haaland was subbed off for that Dort- from that Dortmund match pretty early in the second half. I think at halftime. I'm not very sure, but um, yeah. Okay, halftime. Okay, yeah. Thanks. And Guardiola said something in the post-match about him, you know, not feeling about him having a kind of knock in his, you know, leg, feeling you know tired or something. And yeah, so it has led us to. That it's yeah, 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 go ahead, go ahead. Okay, yeah, it has led us FPL managers to you know start thinking about what we might do in case Ellen Haaland is out, especially for this run into the World Cup. You know, maybe Guadula might be taking to manage this minutes. Um, Greg, you have more on that. Um, yeah, I, what Pep said, Pep talked about him being tired, him having a knock, and he having. Is it influenza I called it now or the flu one? Yeah, something like that. So it mentioned three things. Um yeah. It remains to be seen. I think the press conference should change more like but the problem with Pep is that Pep never outpractices um, this player is fit or this player is not fit. So see still come and see things like and we're still assessing him we'll see before the match and those kind of things. So it's difficult. Like, yeah, it, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I I just hope Pep Pep is different in this next press conference. And another thing to look at is that the match is the early kickoff on Saturday. It's twelve thirty on Saturday. So let's if there is a way we can get some early team news. I guess that would be very important. Um, on the Haaland situation, but I think. Without the early team news, except Pep outright says he's out. Even if, if the problem is, even if Pep says he's out for this match, it's still difficult. But I, I might consider selling him 
and just have a plan to bring him back. Yeah, but, 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 but yeah, even if Pep says he's, but if, if, if Pep says he's out, then I think there's an opportunity. If you look at the fixtures for some of the other striker, uh, the other strikers, the other striking opponents like um, Kane, Kane at the Bournemouth this week, um, and Bournemouth, their first choice keeper got in their, in their last match, and now they are back to the guy that considered nine against Liverpool. Kane versus Bournemouth is more interesting now, but I think I'll be looking at the minions against Leeds. Um, years against the even Gabriel Sus against Forest is an option. The only problem with the Sus is for a look at for a player that gets that that might get suspended. Yeah, I think there are opportunities if he's out. It now depends on who and how you want to play. If he's out for a week, I want to sell you to have a plan to get him back as soon as possible. Yeah. Yeah, I mean the fear of Ellen Haaland is the beginning of wisdom as far as so <laughs> even if, even if it's out, as you said, for one game week, and you, know, you want to think about the other game weeks if you'll be able to cope, you know, without having him, or if you have a way or a route back to owning him for the next game weeks, because you should know they play full arm at home. They have two home matches, and in case you don't know, Ellen Haaland's home record right now is blistering. So <clears throat> I don't think you want to risk not having Haaland for those two home matches against Fulham. And Brentford, but yeah, as you said, one of the moves that you, one of the, as you said, they, you know, caught my attention. Darwin Nunes. I don't know. I've liked to own Darwin Nunes, but I'm just looking at my team, and I think there's no, there's no route for me to go to him except I want to downgrade somebody. But again, is I don't know. He's a bit of a funny player. He missed a clearing chance against Ajax. I don't know if you've seen the, the plays, and yeah. then he now scored. It's like. How was this guy really? <laughs> but I think I think against Leeds, I think against Leeds is a very good, um, very good option. Yeah, yeah. But I, I, I might, I might, I might favor him. I might favor him for the other options. Assuming if I, if I see that uh, Alan is out, I might choose to. Yeah, you want to see something? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll, no, no. I think, I think, I think that's it. I think that's it. Okay, okay. I think that's it. So, um, we've, we've covered um, Haaland replacements, I think. That's if he's out. But we don't know yet. And I don't really think he's going to be out until the World Cup, given that he does not have any World Cup to look forward to. So, I don't think there's any, um, yeah. like, like trying to manage his meaning so to keep him fresh for the World Cup. I just think if it's just a small issue, then it's just one game we can surely he'll be back for the remainder of the two matches. So I don't know. You decide to play it. Yeah, you want to go, you know, risky or just go safe and you know keep him. But yeah, um, let's let's quickly go to game mix fourteen fixtures and captaincy. We do have the fixtures yeah. there. Yeah, game mix fourteen fixtures. Um, first match is Leicester versus Man City on Saturday by twelve thirty. Then there's Bournemouth versus Wolves. There's one more of the sports, then, then Brentford Wolves, Brighton Chelsea, Crystal Palace Southampton, Newcastle Aston Villa. Those are the three o'clock matches. Then um, the five thirty matches Fulham at home to Everton. Then seven forty five on Saturday is Liverpool at home to Leeds. 
Then on Sunday, there are two matches Arsenal versus Nottingham Forest, Manchester United versus West Ham. Yeah, those are the fixtures. All right, um, so immediately, I think three fixtures, you know, stand out among those fixtures. That's um, Arsenal versus Nottingham Forest, obviously, the Sunday fixture, Liverpool versus Leeds, and then a Man City away to Leicester City. So um, I think those three features stand out, especially if you're looking to, you know, get it transfer in this game week. I'm looking to target these three fixtures, you know, um, especially, especially I don't know why I'm saying especially, but especially Liverpool Leeds. I think Liverpool at home Leeds have been in shambles recently and they have catastrophic defensive. I think um, the match we expected last game week, which was a beating of <laughs> or a humbling of Nottingham Forest by Liverpool. I think we are going to expect that sort of match against. I think we are going to get that sort of match against it. How about you? What, what fixtures do you stand out for you? Or do you yeah, I think I think you mentioned the bulk of the fixtures. Leicester at home to Manchester City, and even though um, uh, surprisingly Danny Ward and Cole seem to have um, gotten some kind of. Um, defensive form back but i think manchester city will just have to move for them and yeah that match that match should be high scoring i i see that and you also mentioned the you mentioned another one you mentioned the arsenal versus nottingham forest there it's not lost today and we draw our last um our last league match but um at home to forest is just it's just well properly set up for for a bounce back. Like, it's just so ideal. It's just so ideal. And I would I would talk about my plans later. Um, I I currently don't have any Arsenal player. And yeah, I would I would look to I would look to change that. Come yeah, by the time I make my moves for game fourteen, yeah. I think those are the standout fixtures. But what do you think about Bournemouth versus Spurs? The Spurs have been poor recently. Um, about I'm saying this in line with the fact that uh, we die with the keeper, the Bournemouth keeper Neto, who is, who is I've seen him, I've seen him make some nice saves. Quite a good keeper. He's I think he's out of the match and they are, yeah, and he's their second choice keeper. Do you think that plays into the hand the light of um, Son and Kane? We that as a fixture target. I mean, yeah, I, I guess they lost to West Ham last game with two zero. So I guess maybe the Minky the like the old keeper coming back and maybe there's something there for the for the sports guy, but um for the sports guys, but then it's, it's going to be a very you know one sided or one gimmick transfer because just after Bournemouth they are going to be playing Liverpool. And um, I don't know if that's the future you want to have the sports guys for. So, um, with that in mind, I, I I don't think I'll be looking at sports because you know you want to be considering the last three and hoping that they have favorable future. True. I agree. Yeah. Okay. Um. So um, with the Holland and um Holland Holland um featuring this game with doubt. Um, the captaincy again is thrown open. A lot of people have been talking, in the community have been talking about going back to Salah. I don't know how many times people want Salah to disappoint them, but yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we just, yeah. we just, 
Um, 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 according to Thanos, you could not live with your disappointment. You know, <laughs> where did that <laughs> leave? <laughs> yeah, so that was allowed to be telling you. Yeah, if your manager's got caps in him against Leeds, but yeah, um, what other options come to your mind? This game yeah, uh, yeah, for this game, I think that there, there are a number of options, especially if Alan is out. If Alan is if Alan is confirmed, we don't even, I don't think there's any reason to play this. But let's say, assuming for me now, Alan is out and I choose to take him out. I could cap down in it. I'm serious. I'm, I'm not just saying it. I'm, I'm saying the truth. Like I'll probably do that. Darwin Nunes, for instance, even Hurricane. I think I think Hurricane does well against Bournemouth if you already own him. Um, so if Haaland is out, I think there are options. Even Mohamed Salah. Problem with Salah is that Salah will score. He will score in Champions League and this Rashford now. Rashford scored today in Europa. They are all in my team. They are all in my team. When is when is weekend? They will misbehave. Well, it's I think I think for me I would consider that winningness for the captain just for the fun of it. I think he he can he gets good chances and even though he's a very funny player, I could just risk it and laugh myself afterwards. I think yeah, I'll consider that winningness then maybe Kane and Salah next in my picking order. What do you think? Yeah, I'm, 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 I mean, I'm, I'm very surprised that you consider that Nunes, knowing that I know you and how you choose your captains. But yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that Nunes is a very good pick. He holds almost all the chances for Liverpool, so you guarantee that if he starts, he's going to get a chance, and hopefully he keeps cool head and he converts it. And then it's, it's a very good pick. Um, as you say, Kane against Bournemouth. Naturally, does well against Bournemouth, so I think that's also a very good option if you have him. And um, Musala, Musala, we, we just have called the Egyptian king, you know, FPL king for now, um, before Alan takes over. But yeah, I think he's he's also a viable option this week. And even the Arsenal guys, I know we've not mentioned them, I, I don't think we've really ever captained any of them, but I think either of Martinelli or even. Gabriel Jesus, uh, or even Saka. I think any of them are, are a very good pick this game for captains. True, I agree. Yeah, so um, let's go to your plans or to our plans for our teams. I'm just going to tell you right now that for now, I don't know what I'm going to, <laughs> what I'm going to do with my team. I've just looked at my team and um, I think the likely move would be to take out Trossard for Martinelli, I think that would be that would, that would, that's just a logical move for me to make. When, given that I have only one free transfer, I don't know if I want to take a hit. If I even want to take a hit, I don't know for who because my teams. I would like to take out Zaha, but I don't know, man. I don't have enough money to take him to Saka. I don't know why I'm too harsh taking to. So yeah, for now, I just think closer to Martinelli is the new move I have in my head. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So original plan was original plan was to get um, white for Kilman and to start being white. Um just one one move. Yeah, but but I think if if Holland is out, it makes things interesting. I'll t- I'll probably take a minus one and just do Nunes in for Nunes in for um Holland and white in for either Kilman or let me see a machine. Yeah. 
So, but, but I think White is probably uh, coming into my team quite certainly. Yeah, any other move would be dependent on if Holland is um, um, fit or not. Yeah, that's uh, I mean, inter- interesting move there, you know, for defender. But I think Ben White is a good pick. I think I mentioned him last game because he's one of the options for defense. But uh, yeah, I think considering the block of Arsenal fixtures, I don't know, four. I, I I expected White to be the best performing leader. You know, I didn't really expect that Southampton goal, but he had an assist, could have had, could have easily had a whole last game. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think White is a good pick. White is a very good pick. Um for now I think given that I don't have any Arsenal player, I don't know. If I want to be thinking about going for White now. And I also think that my mind United defense that low. I I I just think I should stick with spend my transfers on the attack okay but good good move for white yeah so you're ignoring martinelli saka Jesus in block yeah i i i i i don't know how i i could take a minus four right or i could even do one move i could do rush for to martinelli have the money to do rush for to martinelli well, no, but I, I, I don't think I don't. I'm just going to you know. I don't think you gain much from that exactly, moment. You gain, exactly, you gain exactly, exactly. So that's that's why that's what I thought. So even though Rashford has been, he has been getting chances. That is just, it's just annoying. He has been getting chances. It's not just converting. But I, I'm looking at the, the number of things. Like I'm looking for ways to move up around. I just need to take some bets, even though. If it doesn't work, I would fall for that. Or I, I have to take my chance. And I think Rashford has gotten a number of chances. I hope I can start cashing in on the underlying stats. Um, yeah, hopefully it does well against, even though West Ham is going to be, yeah, potentially difficult man. But I hope it does well for me. So, yeah. I, the only way I can get in, another thing is I, I don't even have a direct move from Zaha to Saka. I don't have enough money for that. I have 3.3 in the market. I think Zaha is 7. Point, I, I think his value my team is like 7.3 or so, 7.4. So I can't move from Zaha to Saka. So it's it's just quite tricky. It's just quite tricky. I'll just go with white and yeah, at least you get to finish it. And let's assume either of Saka Martinelli gets a goal or something at least. Might be close to Martinelli or something. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. So that's um. That's as you move Ben White in for Kilman or somebody else. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if if Holland is out, I'll bring him down. You know, he's calling my name. Yeah. Nice. 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 Um. If Alan is out, I really don't know what I'll do. It put me, it's, it's throw me into a frenzy. So I really do do hope he's not he's not out. But if he's out, it's really, it's really fuck me up. I might take him minus eight. <laughs> yeah, but I, I really do hope he's not out. He's not out. So um, with with that being said, I think I think we've come to the end of this podcast. Unless do you have any other things to add? Any other extra? Oh, I don't. All right, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, this this is the end of the podcast. Thanks everyone 
for listening in. Um, we expect all of you to have the green arrow, and we expect to see you same time next week. Yeah. Bye, guys. Yeah.